Well, we're live at Ducks Rookie Camp at Great Park Ice in Irvine. We'll talk about which players stood out the most on today's Locked On Anaheim Ducks. Let's hit it. Your Locked On Ducks, your daily podcast on the Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Jason J.D. Hernandez. How would you like that intro on the YouTube side? Anyway, thank you for making this your first listen and big day in Ducksland. It was rookie training camp, although there wasn't a whole lot of hype this year compared to last year. Last year, pretty much everybody came out because you had McTavish and Zegras and Jamie Drysdale. You had that three-headed monster. This year, you had you had Mason McTavish doing some pretty fun things. McTavish alone was worth it completely. So let's talk about that training camp. But first, a reminder, this podcast is free and available across all platforms. I'm your host, J.D. Hernandez. I've been covering hockey for over a decade. You can tune into Locked on Ducks wherever you get your podcasts. All right. Yeah. Rookies, they were out skating. They've already left, by the way. They are off to San Jose to take on the other teams in the division for the rookie faceoff taking place at Tech CU Arena in San Jose. I want to talk first about Mason McTavish because why not? He was featured in the first video. McTavish is a man among boys. He is NHL ready right now. And I was talking with Steve Carroll before entering, and he was just marveling at how many teams Mason McTavish played for. I went on that whole 90-second monologue the other night about all the teams that McTavish has played for, and there's been plenty. And for him to still have that adrenaline, to, to still have that gas... That says a lot about McTavish the man and McTavish the player. And I fully expect him to make the Ducks roster out of training camp. I really believe that. And I really do believe that he'll be a third or fourth line guy. No, third line. I believe he'll be a third line guy to start off the season. And looking at some of the drills they were doing, you know, you could tell that he was one of the best skaters out there. One of the best puck handlers out there. And something that I noticed with Mason McTavish, he's been working on just puck control and stick handling more than he did last year when they had the rookie camp before they went off to Phoenix. So a little bit of a difference between this year's rookie camp and last year's rookie camp. And it begins and ends with McTavish. Look, there's a reason that he won the WJC MVP. And for those that saw it, and unfortunately it wasn't a big crowd, but hey, that was kind of neat because it kind of felt really intimate. You had a lot of higher ups come out, which I'll talk about in a second. Something else that I liked about McTavish's game is he uses that big body of his to guard the puck effectively. He did that with several players. First, he did that with poor Sasha Pasujov. Started practice... Sasha was just, he was being eaten up by Mason McTavish, but that's not Sasha's fault. Pastujov is a terrific, terrific prospect. 
I expect Sasha Postajov to at least, at least make San Diego's roster. But just that matchup with him against McTavish, man, it, it seems like Postajov was a slight step slower than McTavish. And I know that was the knock on him last year that he needed to work on his skating. And his skating has improved a little bit for what it's worth. And he has shown strides. So I can't wait to see what Sasha does out in training camp. But man, putting him up against Mason McTavish. So first, Pasadov was his first victim. And then you had, I, I think it was Braden Tracy that was another victim of his later on. You know, you could just see McTavish kind of just check everybody out of the zone or check, you know, just use his butt to block someone else from trying to poke check the puck away. There's that whole drill where you're two-on-one or one-on-one and the defenseman tries to poke the puck away. And McTavish was effective at guarding and protecting the puck. Just another terrific dimension in Mason McTavish's game. I mean, his entire game is multidimensional. He was out there on the power play. He was even out there on the defensive end. And he was taking pretty much all the face-offs and winning more than half of them. And not just winning more than half of them, winning more than half of them clean. He's he's just so multifaceted around, around the, the game. And folks there could see that. And I could hear folks in front of me saying, man, they were really impressed with this kid. And you know who looked really impressed, by the way, was Dallas Eakins. So I mentioned that all the brass was there, and and there was a lot. And even a former player popped in. At least I think it was him. Maybe it wasn't. Uh, But Dallas Eakins was there and got to talk with Mike Stuthers for a few minutes, actually. (laughs) So I've known Stutz since 2015, and he's one of the nicest guys out there. And, you know, as soon as we saw each other, he's like, oh, yeah, I remember, yeah, yeah, I remember you from last time. So we, we kind of go back. We have a history. And just kind of like a personal note, we ended up talking about dogs half the time because he's he's one of the biggest softies and one of the biggest dog people that I know. I, I think I'll leave I'll, I'll leave that one for me. But it was cool talking just about pets with him and how he's really enjoying life out here in SoCal. He's soaking up the sun. He complained it was too hot, but then we talked a little bit of hockey and he was impressed with McTavish's all-around game. And the other player that we were both very impressed with, and I could see the look on his face, he saw the look on mine, Olin Zellweger, which I will talk about more on the second segment, but him and I were really jazzed to see Zellweger play. And we were both interested in how Gage Alexander was going to do. He was stopping shots left and right. I think easily the best goaltender in the rookie camp this morning and afternoon. He's 6'6". Gage Alexander is a big, big boy from the Winnipeg ice. And he looks good out there. The lateral movement's getting better. I mean, the height is there and he can he can get the pads down with ease. And the five hole, not as bad as it used to be. The lateral movement has improved. You could see the progression in his game f- 
from November of last year to about April of this year, even with the injury. And I could tell that he's really worked a lot on his game. So I was excited to see Gage Alexander as well. And I'll talk more about Olin Zellweger after the second intermission. And it's going to be a long break here because I have a meeting right now. So if you notice the background, it's going to look a lot different. But yeah, we'll talk about Olin Zellweger and talk about some other fun stuff. But first, let's talk about Bet Online, which is the one place that has you covered, the one place that we trust. Bet Online has you covered with more props, odds, and lines than ever before, including the futures bets on who's going to win the Calder Trophy. Mason McTavish is the favorite, and he should be. So if you want to drop a few bucks on Mason McTavish winning the Calder Trophy, then head on over to Bet Online using either your mobile device or your laptop. Bet Online is the official online sportsbook of the Locked On Podcast Network, and please gamble responsibly. Welcome back to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Jason J.D. Hernandez, and we're going to keep talking about this rookie camp that was honestly a lot of fun for a plethora of reasons. But let's talk about some of the other players that looked pretty impressive out there. And I talked about McTavish a ton. And now this is the part of the program where I get to talk about Olin Zellweger a ton. There was a video that went out earlier today, and I was at practice when this came out. Yeah, Olin Zellweger can skate forward, backward, sideways with great ease. He was easily the best skater out there, and I'm not just saying that. This is not just hyperbole. This is fact. Olin Zellweger was the best skater out there, and that's something that has been paramount to his success in juniors. And was one of the reasons why he was drafted not like third or fourth round. That's why he somewhat moved up in that draft. But hey, that could wind up being one of the steals of the of the draft last year. I mean, for him to drop that far and to have that kind of skating ability is impressive. And I talked about him a little bit uh, with a couple of people that were there. Just because I was so impressed with his defense like his defensive game has improved over the last 12 months yes he is an offensive juggernaut in that position but we all know about his scoring ability we know about how he can generate offense left and right we know that what I was impressed with was his work ethic his work ethic might be honestly among the best in the team and that's saying a lot there were drills where Olin Zellweger was using that active stick to get into lanes he was breaking up two and one two two on ones left and right he was poking the stick away he used that long stick of his to poke pucks away and when there was those drills to get it out into the neutral zone so to use him as a elite penalty killer would just be terrific for the Ducks, especially on this upcoming rookie camp. That's something that I want to see more out of Zillweger, kind of in the same vein that Mason McTavish was out there on the penalty kill. I would love to see Olin Zillweger on the penalty kill once in a while. 
just because he will get loose pucks and he will poke it out into the neutral zone where the opposing team on the power play has to reset and start all over again and then gain the entry and that doesn't always work. You want those kind of guys on your kill. Even if just once every couple of penalty kills to have them out there because Zellweger will be on the power play quite a lot and I'll talk more about that either later today. Actually, I'll talk about that tomorrow because the tournament does begin tomorrow. So I do want to talk about specifics as far as schemes, as far as power plays. I want to harp on that more tomorrow. But I just want to focus on the individual effort of Olin Zellweger. Um, it was during the five-on-fives where Zellweger had a moment where he would just kind of like tap teammates on the shoulder and kind of do like a little switch. His IQ is among one of the best on the team. And I think that's going to set him apart and what will ultimately get him on the Ducks. I could see him making some noise in training camp this year. Does that mean he will make the roster this year? Not necessarily. The Ducks did pick up a couple of key players in free agency on defense. So maybe Zollweger might be the odd man out. Could he dominate in juniors one more season? Heck yeah. I could see him just obliterating the opposition in juniors this coming season. And I think that's what might end up happening, which is kind of a shame. But, well, that was the path that Mason McTavish took. McTavish made the team for nine games. And then he just killed everyone in juniors. I could see that happening with Zellweger this year. Olin could get nine games with the Ducks this season and then just torch everyone in juniors. I could easily see that happening. And one quick thing before I head into break as far as Zellweger. He was out on the power play many times last season. And he was one of those just great all-around players. I mean, imagine being the leading defenseman as far as scoring in the WHL. And almost leading everybody in scoring during the playoffs. That's the kind of run that Olin Zellweger was on last season. And it's continuing this season. So I expect great things from him. And I honestly expect him to possibly possibly make the team at some point and get a few games with the Ducks. I think it'd be great for his development. It'd be great for his psyche. And it'd be good for him to get that NHL experience, even if it's just seven, eight, nine games. To get that experience would be, it would work wonders for his confidence. And this is someone that just already has so much just fun out there. I did post a picture Oh, I'm going to post a picture right now on the LO underscore Ducks Twitter where the look on his face, it's just so pure. He's he's just smiling and enjoying himself. And you could tell that he loves being out there. I mean, he'll he'll be the kind of player that's the first one to get on the ice. And in fact, the last one to leave. And in fact, he was the last one to leave the ice. And in fact... I will leave that as kind of a little tease for the third segment. Yeah, so that'll be a little bit of a tease. 
as to Zellweger's work ethic leaving the ice. And just a couple other players that I was impressed with before I get into that. Um, Nathan Gauthier, he looks pretty good out there. I liked seeing him out there on one of the power play units. He looks good. And also got to give props to, you know, Jacob Perot, who does have those filthy mitts. He's still out there impressing and still out there making some great goals. So like seeing that, Braden Tracy look, still looks good. Tracy, I think, could make some noise in training camp this season. One player that I was not expecting to be impressed with was Charles Cote from Laval, Quebec. Now, Cote, he just turned 18, and he was a free agent invite to camp. He has a huge frame, 6'6", 187, long stick, and is not afraid to bang around a little bit. Same with Noah Warren, especially, is not afraid to bruise a little bit. So those were two defensemen that I like seeing. Pavel Mintikov, you know, he, he looks fine. I thought he did well in the drills. Still somewhat raw, but hey, I, I like him so far. All right, we're going to take a quick timeout, and I'm going to reveal who stayed out there with Olin Zellweger at the end of this rookie practice. We'll get to that on the other side. Welcome back to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. All right. So I I teased this just a little bit. So I mentioned that Olin Zellweger is the kind of guy that's the first one to get on the ice and the last one to leave the ice. And that's exactly what happened. That happened to the point that there were a couple of the coaches that were yelling from the tunnel saying, hey, like you're going to get off the ice, like got to got to like get get on the bus, got to collect pucks. And I could hear Olin saying like in a minute. So I mean, I was kind of laughing out there, but there was one other player that stuck around with him and actually worked on set plays. And that player is Sasha Postujov. So it was Zellweger and Postujov both staying on the ice, both working on some things. So Sasha first working on just bad angle shots. And they were also working on some just passing drills and two-on-nuns and two-on-ones when one of the workers was out there. And they were both working on their shots. Something else that they were working on that I really liked seeing, and they switched off from this, where there would be a pass from the blue line, and either Zellweger or Postujov would try to deflect the puck in and try to keep it below the crossbar. They make that a set play. Where this happened at least twice, where Sasha rifled it from the blue line, and Olin Zellweger just with the stick just kind of went ah, just tapped it in right below the crossbar, and on one of those you could see both of them smiling like oh man I can't believe that worked, and I I can't believe I got that perfect picture. I mean I'm I'm actually proud of that picture that I got of Olin Zellweger. He just looked super happy to just be out there over and over and over again just working on those drills and just god just the smile on his face it's so pure 
It's just so pure. How can you not love the guy? Yeah. <laughs> love it. And to see Pastujov out there working on drills, that was terrific. That was just the cherry on top. All right. So I did want to finish with kind of a personal story. I'm not going to talk about the whole personal story, but just wanted to share a little anecdote about Sasha Pastujov. So one of my old friends, and I'll shout her out, her name's Millie Graham. You know, we've been swing dancing for a while, and I've come to know the Grams for a long time. And I got a text from Jimmy, um, her dad, saying, yeah, I'm out here, you know, checking out Sasha Pasujov. And the reason for that is because they've worked in the circus. They've worked as clowns for um, Barnum and Bailey, you know, the, the big one, the big company. And as it turns out, clowns run in the family and it's a small world because that's how they know Sasha and Nick Pastov. Or, you know, they think of them as just little kids. It, it's kind of hilarious. So, yeah, a little, little bit of a tidbit. That's your did you know. Did you know that Sasha Pastov's parents have worked in the circus? Yeah. They they work they they were circus people. Isn't that awesome? Isn't that your little just getting to know you type of player? And <laughs> as Sasha and Olin were out there, I, I spotted them. They were kind of getting close to the tunnel. And I saw them there, so I kinda of motioned, like, hey, you know, like if you go down to where they're exiting, you could probably say hi to them. And um they brought his favorite snack. And I didn't know this, but Sasha Pastudov's favorite like snacky food is gummy bears. Specifically, the 12 flavor Sprouts gummy bears. <laughs> so, I, I mean, the look on his face when he saw the grams was, that was a pure look. And I kind of wish looking back that I got a picture from that because he was grinning from ear to ear. Just wanted to share that little personal anecdote of just the small world of hockey. It, it really is. Like, you never know how you're going to cross paths. But just seeing, like, it, it was the cheesiest smile, too. Like, first off, he was excited to see them. And then he was super excited to see the gummy bears. He's like, oh, man, like, you read my mind. Like, he was just super happy. They got to talk for about 20, 30 seconds. And, you know, just just a great, wonderful moment. And those are the kind of things that I, I like to notice those kind of little small things. It's those moments that you realize these guys are human and these guys are just, they're kids at heart. <laughs> yeah, man. Like, I, I didn't tear up, but I kind of had that lump in my throat moment. I said, oh, like it, it was just so, so super sweet. So yeah, Sasha Pastujov, gummy bears from Sprouts. Now you know what his favorite snack food is. Yeah, bet you won't find that out anywhere else. <laughs> All right, I think that's that. That's a place to end it. You know what? I'm going to make that the place to end this show, just to end on a fun, lighthearted note. I'll talk more specifically about camp and schemes 
and the lead-up to the rookie face-off. And Monday will officially, officially be the start of Season 4 of Locked on Anaheim Ducks. I can't believe I've talked about this team for over three years, but I love it. This team is going to be a lot of fun. Cannot wait. Thank you all so much for watching. Don't forget to click that subscribe button. And hey, this podcast is free and available across all platforms, including Stitcher, Spotify, Odyssey, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. I am on Twitter at StimpyJD. And the show's Twitter, which you really should be following, is at LO underscore Ducks. And I will put some more pictures up tonight. I'm probably going to put some more pictures as the week goes on for some of these rooks. So it'll be a lot of fun. Also, thanks for making this your first listen of the day. Don't forget to make Locked on NHL your second listen of the day. Gil Martin is one of the hosts I was on Locked on NHL earlier this week. So do check that out. And once again, you could email me at LockedOnAnaheimDucks at gmail.com. Once again, thanks for your continued support. It is greatly appreciated. For Locked on Anaheim Ducks, I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez saying have a great rest of the day. Enjoy those gummy bears. Please continue to be safe out there, be kind to one another, and ducks fly together. Fly together.